Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor. Now let's get to it. What's up, Enterprisers? This is another edition of the Enterprise Now podcast, and I'm super excited. I have Stephen Bates with me, and we're going to talk about um, the importance of coaching, team building, mindset, and leadership management, all that good stuff. But before we get into all of that, Stephen, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Nice. We like to get right into it on the show, Stephen. So tell me, what is your favorite area of business now there's operations there's marketing there's sales and then there's the awesome finance what would you say is your favorite area of business two answers i'll give you the 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 first answer to your direct question i suppose it's sales because it's always a nice feel good when you 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 get the sale in and it's working and your business is actually you know doing what but really uh, Sales for me is like, hey, I get to help somebody. I get to help a business. Like that's the fun bit. It's like, yeah, let's get going. We've done the negotiating. We're in. Let's get on with it and actually help someone fix something and achieve something. So it's got to be sales. Okay. But there's a, there's a deeper answer. Okay. The bit that I really really enjoy is the glue that holds all of those four things together. That's that's my favorite bit. That's the bit I I really love. Which is what? People. People. Got it. So speaking of people, people are important. I found that in my life, that's kind of the whole point <laughs> is people. If you look at family, if you look at business, if you look at sales, it's, it all revolves around people. Yeah. And, and if, you're, if you're a process person, you're really good at process as well. And often people are really good at the analytical stuff and the process. They sometimes forget that people actually have to do the processes that you're inventing. And it's people who make good sales. It's people who do good marketing. It's people who make the finance work. And it's people who do good ops and all the other things. And sometimes we saw the job titles in other categories. But actually, this is my thing. It's about how can I get people to work at their best, whether it's an individual who holds themselves back and stops themselves from doing something, then that's the Achilles heel of their business, or a team, is how do you get people to work at their best? Because if you get people working at the best, guess what? They stay, they're happy, they do a better job, they earn you more money, you know, and it's just everything works better. But sometimes I think we forget people are the thing that makes everything happen. Mm-hmm. And we just about those categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the green room, we, we talked a little bit about mindset and um, how to shift from being a solopreneur to a business owner. And I think what we've already discussed is really 
that's the key, right? Understanding people and understanding that your job as the owner is to is to move people, to push, pull them into their best self. So talk a little bit about that mindset of, of shifting from being a solopreneur to business owner. If you think about any business as successful, really successful, it has more than one person in it. It's, you know, the, it, it's, that's the thing about solopreneurs. They can only get to a certain level because they run up against time. No matter how much they leverage technology, you know, they, they can stop there, but they, it, basically it's a job. It's not a business. So that's painful to hear when I heard that. And a millionaire told me that when I was in my late 20s, and he's just so right. He got me absolutely summed up in my very first business, which actually was a job. So solopreneurs, entrepreneurs have to have that thing of saying, I'm really good. My ideas are good. I'm, I'm the one who's got to drive this because they're the ones who've got to have, and, and it, this is a bad, you know, bad connotations of the word ego. And I'm not a great fan of the word, but you've got to have a bit of an ego to say, I can make this happen. And that's what makes entrepreneurs work. And, and ultimately, they, they, the greatest satisfaction for an entrepreneur is forget the money and the riches. Ultimately, is that I made that happen. It's the pride. I made it happen. So the, the problem with that, Ron, is actually delegating, giving tasks to somebody else, giving responsibility of your little baby to somebody else. But that's the only way you grow from being a solopreneur to what I then call a business leader and a business leader when you actually have people to lead. Yeah. And then the next stage is to be a business owner when you have enough great leaders in your business that you can actually go on holiday or create another business or do whatever the hell you like. So it's, it's that shift in that mindset of saying, I'm the person who drives this, and that's what gets it going. But actually, the, the, the second stage being the business leader is I'm the person who leverages the skills of the people I bring in, who between us, we can do far more. And that's a big, big step for a lot of people. And even people who have teams, I work with people who have teams, and they still think like, the solopreneur, you can always tell who they are because every decision has to come to them. They do crazy hours more than the rest of their teams. They, they still in that I've got to do everything mode rather than at any point in time, can they walk away from the business for half a day and just go away and do what they're meant to do, which is go and think and be innovative and lead and be entrepreneurs. Cause I get caught in the grind of running a bigger company and all the sh- all the uh, details of this more complex business is still coming to them. Even if they've got leaders and managers in there, they still don't use them properly. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what are some of the things that scaling your business effectively gets you? What, what are some of the, the, dra- the drawbacks or the, the issues that that causes? Well, scaling, scaling is complexity. So when I, when I look and working with somebody, I, I just have a very simple model. And I look at the, the, how most valuable they are each person. And I think there's three sorts of attitudes to business. One is innovative, someone who's a creator, new ideas, new, new, new sales ideas, new marketing ideas, new products, new businesses, new ways of doing a particular thing. So they're innovative. Some people are controllers, and these are your managers, and I call them natural managers, not they're controlling horrible people, bad managers with, you know, that sort of terrible, but they are, they like processes, they like systems. They're the people who hold it all together and they create scalability, efficiency, profitability. And they've got people who love being workers. And in a, in, a, in a detrimental sense, they just love doing a good job. They get satisfaction from doing a good job. So each of those different 
uh, groups of people love doing the thing that they enjoy most, which is controlling or innovating. Now you can have, I think there's a first preference and most innovators, 75% of, of, of uh, entrepreneurs rather, don't like managing because they're the thinkers. They're the ones that come up with, yeah, exactly 20 different ideas at once. But when you get to scale, when you've got a big organization, if you haven't got somebody who says, boss, give that to me, now go away, let me actually, give me the resources, the time and the effort, and I'll work out how to make it efficient for you. Then what you've got is you've got 20 ideas a day and another 20 ideas, another 20 ideas. And then what you've got is the entrepreneur going, I've got all these brilliant ideas, but nothing, none of them ever turns into anything solid and concrete grows and is stable and efficient. And then if you haven't got that, then the, the growing worker and the cross-functionality between all the different teams that you need to make a complex business, they can't work because the entrepreneur keeps moving the goalpost. Now, when it's a small little, comp small little company and startup, everyone's in there doing it and that's great. But when it becomes to a certain scale and size, that's when you've got to, as I often work with entrepreneurs and how to manage their managers and work with them as even if they frustrate the hell out of them because they think so differently. So it's how to get these different groups of people working together to create a team, an effective team. Coaching is so important. Talk a little bit about coaching and, and um, maybe practically how solopreneurs can um, implement that into their mix of things um, in order to, to grow their business. So I can backtrack a little bit. I'll also use the word mentoring, coaching, and training. They're all three different things, but if you want to grow your, 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 your business, you need all three. And coaching, the downside of coaching, often it can be very fluffy. Yeah. So most people, uh, the first thing they want is mentoring or advice. I've got a problem. Let's fix it now. Coaching is more about how to expand way of thinking about it. Now you can do that with mentoring as well. Someone's got a problem. They come to me. So I'm, when I'm working with a management team, they've got a problem with the productivity of a team or the people or themselves. And I've seen it before several times, hundreds of times. And I can say, these are good options you can choose. And they go, that's the best one. Go fix the problem. Then you coach them on, on why I could see that. So they can see it. They can expand how they think about a problem. So we only can make decisions from ability we have in our experience. So mentoring then coaching helps them understand that. So they can go, ah, I can apply that. And then the knock-on effect of that one is you get trained people who can think at a different way and a different level with more experience without having to put them through a training course, which is usually old-fashioned, very slow, got to learn stuff, and hopefully they'll go apply it to the problem. So business, entrepreneurs, mentoring, coaching, then you get trained people, solve real problems now, and then you've got uh, updated skill set of people being able to deal with problems without the need for the mentoring. So that's how I look at it, you know, because no entrepreneur wants to wait six months before their team member is good enough to do the job. Got it. Now, Stephen, there are probably a lot of these, but... If you had to pick your top one, what is the stupidest thing you've done? What's the thing that you think back and you're like, okay, that was, that was just stupid. 
I didn't market myself. I didn't market myself. This comes to one of my most favorite things is that 40% of people, I know this to be true, about 40% of people excessively hold themselves back. And that's when we talk about imposter syndrome, procrastination, and all those labels we put on it. 40% of people do that. And I met that in my first business. And that's what got me fascinated 26, eight years ago. And then um, studying it, helping people fascinated by why people do that and the mechanism and how to solve that. And I, and you know, then one day I woke up and I went, damn, I'm doing it as well. And it was around my marketing. So I wanted to be the best person who could help people. And then I realized that I was doing exactly the same thing. And uh, yeah, that's the most stupid thing I've ever done. And it cost me a lot because I didn't, I didn't do the marketing I could do. Got it. So what, what sort of things did you do to, to get better the next time around? It comes down to this. I just made a different decision. People talk about mindset and, and, and mindfulness and, and, you know, I like thinking, changing your thinking. You know, I've learned something, impact it, make a new decision. The moment you make a new decision, you can take new action, you get a different result. I'm very linear like that. Think differently, make a new decision because you're capable of it. Now you do a different behavior. So guess what? I did, I did some marketing. <laughs> it's simple as that. It was an on-off, <laughs> you know, let's do marketing. And I made lots of mistakes wrong people you know all the stuff you normally do but it was you know it's as simple as that you get to make a new decision find a different behavior got it steven if people want to reach out to you learn more about what you do um or just to say hi how can they do that uh you can reach out to me on linkedin so you find me at stephen bates certain change so that's the name of my company certain change um, and it's certainchange.co.uk or they can just whack me over and inquiries at certainchange.co.uk uk and yeah we can have a chat awesome thank you so much for your time oh thank you very much if you got value from today's show we want you to join the enterprises elite email list for more nuggets and resources and remember no excuses just execution go get it What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.